Chris. I Noah. haven't seen you forever, my man. I missed you so much, Noah E. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Can I call you man, that now? We already had an unofficial on the mat yeah, BJJ and Bruce that was unrecorded. That. Where we talk about all the uh, the stuff we shouldn't talk about on so, air. Oh, you messaged me. I'm sorry. So that's a good thing. I'll be there at five after. I'm so welcome now. back. Chris, it's been a while. Welcome back, our guests. Our, gu- <laughs> our guests from... From the world of the BJJ and Bruise shared universe. The shared universe, exactly. How are you, Noah? It's been so long. I feel like I haven't... Well, we got a lot to talk about. So much. We got a lot to talk about. You, you so. on the Squid Game yet? No, I'm not going to God damn it, Noah. I'm not going to watch this. Come game. on, man. <laughs> we have to discuss class <laughs> and, and, and politics and economics. But all the commentary on that stuff. So many Easter eggs. <laughs> I know there's a North Korean in that show. Oh and, yeah, and the, <laughs> the one North Korean <laughs> who happens to be a South Korean supermodel who's really? well fed. Oh, yeah, really? like, okay. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So yeah, what's happened? Well, well, let's let's open with the uh, where have we been? My knee injury. Yes. So knee uh, ankle. No knee. Ankle, just, just just the knee. Okay. Ankle, ankles, fine. So this is beyond. So this is um, which leg? almost. Let me, let me guess. Your right knee. My left knee. Ooh. My left knee. Maybe Ooh. it's the angle of the the non swelling. Oh no! Yeah, this the the left knee still. Mm. There's still some swelling in it. So yeah, um, a, almost five weeks ago to the day, I uh, I tore my medial meniscus, uh, wrestling, and uh, wrestling or wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling oh. in a nogi class. Oh, and that's, uh, that's fucking and, sliminess. And, and, yeah, it sucks. So it you. no, I I just I, I'm pretty sure my knee got kind of got turned inwards when when um when someone sprawled on me and I landed Oof. in turtle position. You can say who. And that was, well, it was Paul, and Paul came down on on, on my uh, back, and I think the combined of his weight. And, no, not mad. It was just, <laughs> just my knees me. bowed inwards, and and I felt a, a a small pop in my knee. And then a second later, the pain came on. But it's crazy how a small piece of cartilage can can cause so much swelling yeah. and and pain and discomfort. And it, it's it was I was able to. And this is how many weeks ago? Almost five weeks ago oh now. My God. But last week I was uh, I've been I've been able to get on the mat and teach a little bit for the last We're two all weeks. For it. And last week. I was uh, I started training again lightly. Yes. So, was, so that 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 definitely uh, with one quarter pohada. Well, I can't. So the big thing I can't do is I can't butterfly. I can't use butterfly. I can't. My left leg does not want to do butterfly. Mm, that, that's, so okay. So we have to use the how did Gordo create half guard? It was because he couldn't <laughs> do something. What is what is Noah John going to come away with in this? Well, in terms of, uh, well, I mean, I, one thing is just that, you know, my identity, for better or for worse, is very much wrapped into being active athletically. Oh no! So I was, I was, uh, 
I was pretty miserable those first oh, no. that first week and a half. Oh, was it really? Because I, I mean, I couldn't walk. I mean, I couldn't walk for a little over a week. You didn't buy one of those like hand bicycles. No, like, I didn't. See, I, and, and that's the thing. Like whether it's stubbornness or what, because I know I've had friends tell me like, dude, why are you making it like harder on yourself? But like, I, I did thankfully have like an office chair with rollers, so I would just sit on that and roll myself around the apartment. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, um, but. Did you become adept at that video game that was, you probably remember this from the, like the early 2000s of, it was like an office space style video game where you're in a, like a rolly chair and you have to go around and like avoid your boss. Oh no, I, like I've never heard of that Oh, game. it was like GTA style. Oh no, I haven't. Oh, it was awesome. That's so, funny. Like, yeah, so I, I, I did that, but you know, it's easy to look back now, but man, that, that first week and a week and a half was, was rough. I mean, just how my, my knee didn't want to move. You know, so now it's just staying diligent with the rehab, keeping it moving. Um, so you, you rehabbed it the way you're supposed to, right? Like you got. It's possible. It's possible that I I rehabbed a little too hard too early, mm. and it might have prolonged some of the 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 inflammation. But that's hard to tell because I I can't compare it to you know something else. But my inclination was to move it as much as possible. So, um, but. I mean, I did feel steady improvement week over week, so it was improving, and it's still improving. It's just I feel like the improvement's slowing up a little bit. Can you say improvement one more time in a sentence? Improvement, improvement. Yes. Over improvement. Improvement is good. <laughs> so it's, um, I, you know, I've learned way more than I care to learn about. the. Men- I, I, I always thought the meniscus, I confused the meniscus with something like your patella. And what the meniscus is is nah, like. Nah, the meniscus is soft tissue, patella is hard tissue. Yeah, but right? I thought the meniscus was like in the front of your knee, but in reality, it's it's the padding of it's cartilage. It's the padding, yeah. and, and there's a there's a there are two sides to it, you know. I'm on the fucking wall, baby. You gotta learn that anatomy. I know, Come on, man. Grays. So anyway, um, long story short, it was uh, I was out for a bit. That probably also, and and that's probably why I didn't record, even though I was incapacitated. I was reaching mouth. out to Noah. I was like, Noah, and I was like, Yeah, I'm not in the mood, man. It was like the the portrait on the the Saint Peter's Cathedral. I'm like, Noah, come, <laughs> let's record. He's like, No, yeah, I'm I was, not ready. Yeah, I was. Uh, I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> I, went, I went into recluse mode for a little bit there. So anyway, the, the, the good the news is I'm mobile now. Um, my I I call my knee like. Uh, it's stiff and sore now. There's really, I wouldn't call anything pain. There is, you know, soreness in the meniscus. I imagine that'll, that'll be the longest to go. And the biggest thing I'm working on is just the mobility in my knee and, and getting the swelling completely gone because there's still some residual swelling in the knee. It's much better, but there's still a little swelling. And I feel like the knee joint and everything around it has tightened up. So in addition to strengthening, there's a lot of stretching, especially the back of my Everything that from the hamstring that inserts. So what is it, the inclination now for you to keep your knee bent or straight? Like, no, what I want to I, I wanna straighten my knee. I want to continue to straighten my knee. So look, I'm straightening my because knee. Because you're naturally, the pain is forcing you yeah, to Yeah, forcing okay, me to contract. Right. So look, this is my good knee. Uh-huh. I can lock that out. Now, this has been after, th- look. Oh, you see no, how it's, it's not fully yeah. locking out? Now, a lot of that, that's, that's less to do with the quad and more to do with stiffness behind, like yeah, yeah, these yeah. tendons. It's not the, for lack of strength of the quad. It's no, it's, the, it's, yeah. it's stiffness. So I, um, the best exercise for me right now is doing one-legged stands where I really root myself. Really? And that, that is both engaging and straightening. And then I do like calf stretches and hamstring stretches. And the other great one is, but 
it's not as great because I, you don't do it with a fully straight leg is one-legged deadlifts. But you have a slightly soft <laughs> I, knee. I feel as though that that I don't want to do one-legged deadlifts with two good knees. Well, is that is what that's with the dumbbells? I, okay. Oh, okay. I, I, you, like you're not trying to like. Rawr. No, no, no. The oh, one-legged yeah. deadlift is when you go like this. So I'm demonstrating that this is the one. Oh, like you're deadlift. picking up a golf ball. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's. I've looked up the name. That's what it's called. One-legged deadlift. Is so it, anyway, I, I so call that, it picking up a golf ball because you see all the pros do that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's. The injury front, I mean, we could go by blow by blow, but honestly, you know, it is what it is. I will be back stronger. stronger. I've been studying body lock passing even before we're talking about really? it in the Masters now. Oh, yeah. So Was that's my thing. So I've been stuff? studying jujitsu. I've been able to watch a lot of jujitsu. I've been watching each and every one of you roll, studying, identifying the weaknesses mm. and strengths in each of your games. He's building the dossier. Exactly. So uh, definitely... Going back to that realization that, you know, my identity is so wrapped up in, in athleticism, it's amazing just how just a little bit of training this week, how much better I felt, you know, physically and mentally, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. And there's nothing that, granted, it's, it, you know, I can't lift as hard as I could before because of the knee injury, because a lot of the, the main lifts, I'm not going to, I'm not yeah, going to deadlift heavy is. right now, you know, um, it doesn't create the same strain or or fatigue on my body than what a jiu-jitsu roll can do what a mm. good hard jiu-jitsu roll is so um stay healthy if my if my unsolicited advice to all the listeners is stay healthy there is something to gpp yeah right like there is the reason why that all of our armed forces have this sort of <laughs> like low like general preparedness right yeah like just stay healthy do a little strength and conditioning or stretching you know identify where your weak points are in your body and and make sure you do a little exercise to keep those areas strength and strong and you know don't go hard all the time you know go hard you know strategically and and that way you can just feed your body the endorphins on a daily basis you should not be injured in training correct that's the thing. Do yeah. no harm. But at the same time, you know, at no point do I have any like regrets or anything. It's like I, I got hurt. It, no it, regrets. It, yeah, it it happens doing something I genuinely love, you know, so I can't I can't complain, you know. And I'll just come back and You were on a single you had a single, right? Yeah. Fuck those takedowns, man. I dude, I, and I want to wrestle. Like that's the thing. Oh my god! Yeah, that, he's that, not even that's hopping back on that, that horse. That's the path. That's the pathway. He's gonna break that horse. Wrestling up from guard. We're not playing guard anymore. No, guard is no. the last option. It's a last option. Yeah, wrestle up, wrestle up, wrestle up, wrestle. Wow. Up. I had a realization, and that was right before I got hurt, and then that. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> no, but the realization was if you're on my, if we're both standing. The the path for you to get a submission on me is a lot farther in general than it is if I'm in guard. Oh yeah, I mean like you know yeah right like they've if already I'm put on you top back. passing and I have some semblance of awareness, the pathway for you on bottom to a sub. Also, so what's really interesting about that is. So that plays right into. I've so like, I, I I'm yeah. I'm a firm like I'm starting to re like and and I'm sure I could be swayed. Like I'm not saying that I'm right, but I'm of the mindset. I'm of the belief. I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm of the belief that equal skilled 
equal skilled practitioners of jujitsu, the top person should not get submitted by the person on bottom. Equal on top and bottom game. Yes. Which that's, I know is a reach. That I'm like, that's a really that's a reach. Except I, so here, sure so here, so if you look at if you look at if you look at competition, there are plenty of guys that get subs from bottom. You know, sure. Leg locks are the main one, but at the same time, if you if you from what people say in high level training rooms, people don't get leg locked anymore in high level training rooms. Now that might be a combination of people knowing each other's games too. You know, so again, this is my belief, and whether I'm right or wrong is, I think, less important because what's important for me and to this story is just that it's what's driving what I care about now in jujitsu, where it's like, to me, the pathway to good jujitsu for what I for Noah's good jujitsu. I'm not saying what the, you know, how you say jujitsu is a manifestation of a person's personality. I, man, you heard me say that to you too? Yeah, multiple times. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm rolling with it. That's a Chris Vu. It is. You said that. It's actually that. not a Chris Vu. It's actually an SBG thing. Okay. God dang it, Chris. You had to. Shoehorned in, baby. <laughs> there you go. You didn't say say the, say the name. Straight Flash Jim. From oh, Matt Thornton. There we go. That's actually not a Matt Thornton quote. Oh. It's a Steve Whittier quote. Oh. oh he's the SBG East Coast director. Okay, there you go. So, so point being is... Um, you know, to me, what's what's it's what's in, it's informing me this notion of, and and I you know you could borrow it from Chris Howder, right? Get on top, stay on top. That and that's yeah, kind of essential. The five really. rules. Yeah. yeah, because dude, I just feel like you work le- like you can work hard on top, but if you're working hard on top, the person on bottom's working more. That's just as hard. My, yeah, that's yeah, my they, that's I mean, my feeling right now, and I and I know people that 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 don't agree. You know that that have counter arguments to that, but that's what's informing what I want to do jujitsu wise. So I'm definitely trying to play on top. I'm, I'm trying to put myself on a clock when I'm on bottom. Really? Much like a quarterback does in the pocket where it's like, look, I, I'm not here to hold a person off indefinitely. I'm, I'm here to just like, but you just need to capitalize on that one mistake. Yeah. <laughs> because so anyway, Hickson Gracie says, so that's that's been what I've been I've been thoroughly enjoying uh, watching the B team videos on YouTube. I've not watched. They any have a YouTube video. channel under oh, Count really? Film. So they, they, I, I, whatever they have set up is brilliant, in my opinion. Is it the Count Count, count Film? Oh, that's theirs. So I don't know if it's theirs, but they definitely have a working relationship because okay. Count the Count Films channel and Count is what 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 are the four letters? It's C. Is it? It it's not. It, it might be just CNT Films. But it's an abbreviated thing of count. Every weekday, I feel like they post a new five to ten minute video from the B team gym, and it's awesome. It's some instruction, it's some rolling, and it gives you a vibe of the gym, and it it seems to be pretty pretty transparent. So it's cool. So I've been watching that and uh, and just doing a, a little studying. But a lot of the studying is is you know coming to the gym, teaching, and watching. You know, trying That's to understand. That's the best studying, though, right? Yeah. Actively engaging your mind and body. Bingo. That's what it takes. So that's that's the injury story. So there so hopefully awesome. we'll see we'll see when I'm back to full strength, but I will be at some point and look He's out. Come back. I'm Noah coming after 2. all you motherfuckers. Two point at this point, three point. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. Um during that injury a few weeks ago, 
when I was less mobile and I was, but I was able to walk, but gimpily, we had the submission grappling series. We did. And we I had four it. competitors compete. Do you remember who those four competitors were, Chris? One was David. David competed. Mike Sahibi. Mike Sahibi. Eli. Eli. And. And Vinny. Vinny. Vinny Bag of Donuts. I, I've, I've never actually met Vinny except one time at the last promotion. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting because Vinny's trained with Paul for a while. I know. He's also mistaken me for Steve Wynn. So he's done the thing, which I'm calling him out on right now. It's really funny. So um. <laughs> that's awesome. So I uh, I was lucky enough to, uh, and I was good. It got me. It was one of the first times I got to get out and move a little bit. So it was good. So I got to go. You guys do the Rodriguez train, right? <laughs> All matching jumpsuits. <laughs> no, I was dude. It's cold in there, man. They got the AC jacked. So we it happened. It went down to Guilt Nightclub. And it was uh, it was fun. Everyone performed very very well. And you went I, four for four, right? No, it, f- three for three for four. So if if you're going strictly at win loss records, we won three and we lost one. Right. And I was lucky enough to be cage side for all the all the matches. So Vinny was the first. He competed against another purple belt, who was surprisingly jacked when he took his shirt off. And this is coming against the guy Vinny, who, yeah. yeah, Vinny, who's Vinny had jacked. Vinny, Vinny had uh, a custom ATT rash guard that looked really slick. So that From, was awesome. Uh, I think it was Retro Grappler Shop. I think okay, Retro Grappler Shop hooked Grappler? them up. Shall we tag them? I think Retro hooked them up. BJJ and Brews? <laughs> Co- collab. Yeah, collab. <laughs> I got to put that tag on now. So, These fucking guys. So, uh, so they started Instagram. and... And funny because this is this was kind of the tale of the night. A lot of people were sitting to guard just overall. Very few people were interested in wrestling. Really? Um, so Vinny's opponent sat to guard immediately. So this is like EBI almost. I don't. I don't know. I mean, because EBI, that's what everybody. They're like, we're not. We're not going to fuck with this. Like, okay. Well, that, that that's in terms of personality. So the guy sat. Vinny uh, waited in. Uh, fell back for a footlock for a straight ankle, I believe, or some sort of footlock right away, and then there was like mutual footsie action. Oh yeah, and then a scramble that resulted in Vinny's opponent landing in close guard. Closure was a half guard. I, I, I was, only saw the video. I thought it was close guard, but in guard, yeah, in yeah some yeah. sort of connected in, guard. Vinny on bottom, yeah, and Vinny yes. on bottom, and Vinny immediately snatched his Kimura grip. And then at that point, he held on to the Kimura grip, was able to free his legs and sweep him over into almost top kind of a north-south. Yeah, yeah, yeah like top. The, like the, the, basically the finishing position of a Kimura. Yeah. And then, but he had passed his hips all the way around, right? Like, so it was like the... The guys, the guys, it was almost, it, it wasn't quite that the guy's head was between his legs. No, because Vinny behind, was past him. Yeah, he was past him. And, yeah. and then he just put the guy's arm behind his, his back and, and the guy tapped. Die. And I timed it. It was 49 seconds because I was keeping this track of like time. seems like a lot to happen, 49 seconds. Yeah. Like, it was, blah, 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 boom. Tap. So then, uh, so that was good. So Vinny was super thrilled. Good performance. And uh, he was he was stoked. And, you know, we've seen Vinny do the Kimura a lot. So that, 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 that's is something that, is that a part of his that's something like, he, repertoire. He, he's good at. So that was awesome. So he got the quick the quick win. Then the next match was Eli. El Diablo. 
<laughs> Kukui. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, it's El, Di- Del Diablo, El right? Diablo. Yeah. So he came out and he went against a leg locker. The guy who who grappled the guy who Sahibi grappled last time. That's Vinny, right? No. So, uh, so or was it Eli who grappled? No. Who Vinny's was. opponent was was originally going to be Mike's opponent from from the first the previous one. one. Yeah. Okay. He backed out. Oh, he heard about Well, it. I don't know if he backed out. He he was he removed from the card. Right, right. He was removed from the card. And and there's a replacement brought in. That's who Vinny okay. can be. So then uh, Eli came. And Eli, Eli went against a guy that I suspected was a leg locker. He sat to guard immediately. And I thought the coolest thing ever. Well, coolest thing ever. That's a bit, bit of an exaggeration. But one of the <laughs> coolest things was the guy sat. And Eli walked one entire circle around the cage, just staring at him, just kind of like rubbing his chin, just kind of like <laughs> almost like scold, like either like both contemplating what he was going to do and also kind of like shaking his head in disappointment. And the guy just kind of like scooted around, <laughs> following it. I'm and, very proud of that guy. <laughs> and Eli did a full, full 360 around, and then he then he sat down and engaged the guy, and, and immediately Eli sat down. Yeah. And he, well, he got to his knees. He went to his knees. Oh, yeah. I was saying, like, I'm like, no, no. he went like, to his Eli's knees. Eli's not really a leg lock. And then he, Im- he immediately Dope established a, a, uh, a body lock oh, and really? ended up in the guy's clothes guard. He then sort of picked the guy up and just pushed him over against the cage on our side. So he pushed him into the uh, friendly corner. Yeah. And at that point, uh, Eli just kept him there in clothes guard, smashed against the cage, driving his temple into the guy's head. Making the guy's life uncomfortable. Uh, the referee stood them up once, and Eli reestablished the position immediately. Did the guy sit down, or did he say? No, the guy sat down. He's actually. I, I believe he sat down again, but it was the same position. That and uh, it went to overtime, and Eli won the toss. The critical, the critical moment. He won Which the toss. Which is a weird rule set for this. Yeah, one, of course. And yeah, then he yeah. w- he went to uh, he got to escape, and he escaped. De- de- defense. Yeah, he did yeah. defense, and he escaped. And he won. So the the main thing really for me was that Eli was in a in a from an MA perspective, he was in a great position. You know, he could have been raining down strikes on the guy. He neutralized the guy's ability to to leg lock. If if Eli was I, I don't know if it's familiarity or comfort with somebody with basically two passes. Both 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 passes that Carapalucci is actually really good at, I, Eli could have, I think, pretty easily passed the guy's guard. But Eli just didn't pull the trigger on that. So that's where I believe, uh, you know, a couple of those passes in his toolbox and, and he could have dominated. Is that, is that rain? I think it's rain. Is that rain or is that just the AC? You're I looking around. I think it's rain. It's rain. Let's take a look. Is it pouring? Yep, it is absolutely right. pouring. Free outside. car washes, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Free car washes today. So that was match number two. Match number three was so Mike Zahidi. At this point, we're going purple, 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 and now purple again. Purple again. So I Mike Zahidi. Vinny is brown. I mean, he has four stripes on his on his, and and Paul kind of almost kind he of alluded said to something. Something, yeah. You know, yeah. just what it is. All right. So Mike competed, and that match was the most dynamic. Well. Aside the main of aside of David's match, it was a very dynamic match. Mike's match. So uh, the guy shot on Mike. Yes. Went up, put him against the cage. Mike defended a little bit. Uh, got him down into kind of like a half guard ish, or the basically went for a Doris. 
secured the dart. Mike, go for a dart? And the guy went, he got his back to the mat and kind of ate the dars for a while and and bide, oh, bide his really? time yeah did, did and then mike, mike switched to mike switched to a north south the guy survived that and uh mike he 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 fought out of some submissions there and then you know a few minutes in mike made the adjustment to improve his position and so he went from, you know, being in side control to mount. And the guy eventually turned to his side enough that exposed his back. And then Mike got on the guy's back and got under he his chin very quickly. And yeah. he, the Mata Leon. And he got him. And that was the most dynamic match. Because that guy brought it. You know, that guy was not. When I, you know, it sounds like Mike was, Mike was attacking, but the guy was weathering the storm. Right. You know, he wasn't just curling up. He. You know he 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 survived some. You know Mike's got a good Doris, and yeah. and he um you know he he found a way to to survive that, and uh, but Mike once he went to improving his position, he got on his back, and then it was over. If Mike he trapped he dude, trapped like the guy's the arm too, like ever. he got on the back and trapped the arm in the process. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Like like leg over? Yeah, there. he oh, trapped really? it. So that was a, that was a good victory, and, and he got a and good strangle. Mike was Mike was pretty pumped after that, as he should be. That was a good. Oh one. yeah, yeah, so. Mike showing excitement. Yeah. The do El Doctor. El, El, Doctor. El, El Doctor. El Doctor. So then in, um, in the last match of our group, we had David going against a guy from Fight Sports. Oh, did he? Did His he name to, is Cade. Did he trains under Wagner Hosha. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And, <laughs> and what's funny is the, um, the beginning, like before we even start the match, so the way guilt is, guilt is a is a nightclub that has two levels, and the cage was on the ground level, and on the top level was, and there was an area for fighters to warm up. And they, what they did was they said there's an upper area, and on the ground floor there's an area for the fight. So what they did was they basically split opponents into upper and lower so they could warm up apart. Oh, so they had two warm up areas, right. one on the top floor, one on the bottom floor. I mean that's yeah. That I mean you sense. don't want you don't want people warming David up. David was assigned the top floor. With everyone else that you know in our group, so we had the top floor to warm up along with other people that were competing, and his opponent was assigned to the bottom floor. Well, his opponent was at the top floor the whole time. What? And he was just kind of wandering around. So what was funny is this guy was kind of doing the normal thing. Like the guy was not particularly tall, but super jacked, young, athletic guy. I mean, he's like you know, I think he's nineteen, twenty, super athletic, and you know the guy clearly is a jiu-jitsu athlete that wants to do this as a career you know the guy's into it you know he's not like a recreational guy like he takes this shit seriously so he's there with the headphones on sometimes the headphones on and he's you know got it got his his hoodie and he's just kind of you know walking around is he and, scoping and, and, is he like i don't know if he's scoping i didn't give any he didn't he didn't like give anyone the side up, but he's just like lurking around you know in the in the zone so to speak in the meantime, David is sitting on a couch doing homework for UCF <laughs> the entire time, <laughs> which I thought which was is the most David thing which, that David I ever was David. Hilarious. And, and he was eating bagels with he was eating um, cinnamon raisin bagels. He, he offered me a cinnamon raisin bagel. Which He's like, I love these bagels. That's his problem. And then Troy came over. He's like, oh, I love that shit. I have that every morning, <laughs> which is. <laughs> but what was funny was the juxtaposition of this guy, you know, 
stalking around. Yeah, like, and David like super, nonchalantly like, just. Like which I thought I thought in up. one well in one way was probably like probably super gangster and i wonder if that was playing on the guy's head at all like that's my opponent like, <laughs> like he's like <laughs> he's doing his homework we should do math later <laughs> <laughs> like, i wonder so, what he's studying so david did something very intelligent in my opinion he got he went outside so he he left he left the venue and went just outside and did the warm-up because it was cold as fuck inside oh, right. it was super cold and he went outside and it was a balmy humid yeah, I mean, you know Florida, Florida. Really. so he was able to get a good warm-up in terms of of warming up getting a good sweat um and he did that and, and i was just hanging out with him we were just chit-chatting and stuff and such a nice kid dude and he was he you know he he got he got a good he got a good sweat on and and he was he, he was ready man and then uh they had their match it was a great match technically uh we expect well we i anticipated that this guy was going to kind of blitz um because he was like mr type I thought he was going to blitz one, David uh, a little bit. Um, I, you know, I, I felt like he, uh, you know, his his best, seemingly the things he likes to do were, you know, he like it seemed like he liked he liked wrestling. So I, I felt like he, you know he had a looks like he had a decent um, blast double. So I could see him doing like a blast double from the feet. I could see him. Um, he liked attacking foot locks from top hmm. and he liked kind of like circling as well like doing kind of a you know where you circle wide and then you attack a foot lock so he liked doing foot locks from top and he was kind of aggressive with them so you know david decided to just open things by just sitting to eliminate some of the issues like you know i don't have to worry about these blast doubles or anything and so he just sat and and the guy played a very poised. I expected him to go come after his guard aggressively, and he uh, he he went to his knees and was very methodical in his approach to passing David's guard. So he was very measured, and this was a seven minute match, and it was just a lot of attempting to pass the guard. Very technical, you know, guard passing and guard retention there were a couple leg attacks david's opponent got a couple uh outside heel hook attempts on david and dave and and one of them seemed kind of deep and david was able to defend quite well you know he, he just very calmly and he even slipped the heel in one case where the guy had the heel oh really and david slipped the heel and recovered and, th and that was very impressive and towards the end of the match, David was able to secure an entry for, I believe it was an outside heel hook. Yeah, it was an outside heel hook. And he had the knee line briefly and had a bite. And uh, it was deep. And the guy gritted it out. And, you know, he ate it in his foot. Uh, David said he, it sounded like cardboard ripping. Oh, my God. So he popped the guy's foot good. And the guy uh, had, you know, couldn't put, you know, he, he had a noticeable limp after that. But that was with seconds left. So, uh, so then they had the coin flip and David's opponent won the coin flip, elected to escape. And he escaped like, and, he, and, he, right? and he got out of back mount. So I know David said that he wanted, he felt like he 
started he, he he described it as having tunnel vision for the for the leg lock and he said i you know looking back at the tape i felt like i had opportunities to be a little more decisive on finishing arm drags so he had a couple mm. good arm drags that he didn't complete and he felt like he could have you know completed those if he committed to them but he seen he said i felt like i had tunnel vision for the leg lock so you know i was very impressed with the his match because i was impressed with his opponent i knew his opponent I suspect his opponent was going to be a very good jiu-jitsu practitioner. He surprised me with how measured he was in his approach because I, I thought he was going to try to ex- use his athleticism more. And he, he did have moments, but they were, very, they were very measured. He didn't just go, he didn't just explode on him right away and overwhelm. He didn't blitz him. He picked his moments to, to explode. And, and at the end, he managed to pass uh, David's guard briefly with a very nice pass where he... he he backstepped and then immediately he, he backstepped as if he was going to go to the honey hole and then he scooped David's leg and went right to a knee slice type kind of scenario. Oh. And and got a pass. He also what he was what he what what he liked to do was take David's butterfly half and he tried to keep kind of uh bringing both David's legs together like his knees together mm-hmm. so then he could fall back for heel hooks. So that's what he that's how he got into David's really? legs. He was taking David's bottom leg up to join his top leg. So it was kind of like this and two most knee people up. are trying to smash both. Yeah. Or they're trying to drag now the he's leg. Now he's just trying to balance on his butt. Yeah, so, ba- yeah. Yeah. yeah and so so he basically tried to bring both David's knees together, which allowed him to then insert his knee yeah. and and throw a leg over. But he in most cases you're not able, you know, you're not going to get the knee line as well because of how because yeah, his feet are in the yeah way of the so of where his legs are so great very you know impressive match from both guys where I know was David he out of, do you know uh, he's out of uh, he trains at Wagner School in, in South Florida oh really did yeah he, did he try to punch David also did, <laughs> no no okay no, no <laughs> like giant open he hand he competed slaps. he competed at Nogi Worlds the next week and I'm oh, sure right. that David's attack on his foot didn't help. So and he lost first round, but I believe he lost first round to the eventual winner of the bracket. Okay. So, and the guy's a brown belt. Yeah, good for him. You know, so uh, more. You know, Uh, I I think you know David and him spoke. They they you know no clips of it though. There was mutual respect. Uh, It's on YouTube. You can go oh, to YouTube it is? and okay. watch because like no match. nobody on Instagram. Like I saw all the other matches on Instagram. No, you no, can no. you can watch the entire match on YouTube. All right, go to the submission grappling. Did you scream series, get YouTube. the fuck off me at any point? No, I was uh, I was there shouting out time. I was trying to do my best uh, Donaher impression or you know scoop right scoop <laughs> right scoop. I tried to address all the everybody by their complete name. Good, uh, excellent work, Eli- Elias Ramirez. Mister Mister Ramirez. <laughs> Mister <Mr>. Steve. <laughs> so that was. Uh, it was a good event overall. The event. Uh, How was it compared to the last one? So because the first one was awesome. Yeah, it it just it 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 didn't have the same excitement because there wasn't a top draw at the top of the card. There was only one black yeah. belt match at the top. Oh really? And I uh, suppose Dylan wouldn't have competed again. So I mean, Dylan was there cornering yeah, some of these guys. Yeah, because he was like Micah. And so stuff. you know, Jim Ayler's was going to be in the main event, and he pulled out at some point. So there was just. There was no star power at the top. Yeah, it's our era. You know, I mean, in our case, you know, uh, Paul's a relatively known commodity in the area, and he Yo. hadn't competed for an extended period of time, so there's a lot of excitement. And like anything, if if you know, if you're able to get an instructor, especially a black belt instructor that's local, everybody wants he's, to see everyone wants to see everyone coach wants perform. To see coach, yeah. So, 
if they, you know, that that was kind of the big thing. There were a lot of purple belts, more purple belts on this card I felt than the previous one, which is probably cool. I mean, like that makes for a very because purple belts are at that like I don't give a fuck stage, right? Like you don't. You're I, I, I'll say this: I felt like I'll I, I felt like there were more submissions. I'd have to go back. Like I I I don't yeah, know well, the official like, stats. Yeah, it felt fair. like it felt like there were more finishes in this event than there were in the first one i felt in the first one a lot of things went to draw maybe it's because yeah like because maybe this we one, understand the system more now yeah, now people are like i don't want to go to that i don't want to fucking deal with but like, surprisingly they did not change the overtime despite it does everyone go along a lot quicker though. no one i don't think i've heard any feedback from anyone that said i like the format everyone complained about the overtime because it's you know if eli had lost the coin flip he very easily could have lost that match yeah you know, so again, because it's and, way and that's easier the to learn and be and good. And that's at the thing you said. We went three and one. Like, did we really go three and one? Like to me, it was like we won two matches with submission, and the other ones went to to draw. To draw. Okay, that's fair. And both guys performed like Eli, like controlled where the match was. He could have he could have threatened more from a submission point of view, but he was in no threat of getting submitted. Right. So and and, and he's an MMA fighter. So in that respect, like great, and. David's match was very dynamic, and to be, I, I'll say this, like, on that night, because I'll give his opponent credit, but on that night, especially after that heel hook attempt that was deep, you make that match, you make that match 15 minutes instead of 7 minutes, David's winning that match. So, what happened was, like, especially David's match, that was a match where it's like, oh man, I want to see, I want to see 8 more minutes of this. I don't want to see this just end at 7 minutes, like, now it's just getting going. So especially with higher level guys, you know, even six minutes is not enough yeah, for good guys to a, wear someone else down and, and also see a strategy just like pan to out. Kinda, like there's a reason why like Muay Thai fights like in Thailand, the first round, like that's like you're all you're doing is looking for people's tells. Mm hmm. You know, like you're feeling them out and it's and that's that's the thing, especially at a higher level competition. Right? Yeah. Like you kinda you 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 draw and you see what you can draw and mm -hmm. then they draw and they see what they can draw and then the last five minutes is where the game really starts right so so maybe next time overall I think uh, I it was less attended the the event was less attended oh, again for really? the reasons I just said but it was still okay attended cool. attendance and uh, like I said I think the quality of the undercard I think was better but in terms of excitement for the event they just lacked some some star power okay. you know star power being you know some of the black belt coaches throwing yeah. down but but it's awesome that orlando has its very own it's little, awesome and they're yeah. coming back in december Another showcase they're yeah. coming back december they claim it's going to be a smaller card less uh less matches less matches so we'll see what that looks like but more power to them i think it's great when is that going to be december uh early december that's December fourth, right I believe, that's, or something like that. That's coming right up, right up. So it's a it's a great it's a great opportunity for people to compete. It's a great uh, it's a, a great opportunity to compete. It's a good too. gathering. It, like it's just the production know, values for a local yeah. show are, are nice, and uh, it's it's a fun time. So I what think I, like about I think it's good grappling tournaments that I've been to at this or grappling events rather that I've been to at this point that are really cool is that like everybody's there to have a good time. And the, even though there's alcohol involved and stuff, like there's a, there appears to be, 
a lot less like animosity and it's more of just this like you hear about the games that get together amongst like these like tribes in like the Amazon right like once a year that everybody's it's competitive games and everybody's yeah. there to compete and stuff but like everybody's also there to have a good time it's just a good like it's a big family reunion and just with like the fucking incestuous nature of jiu-jitsu that kind of happens at these jiu-jitsu things which my is really my cool. only feeling and this is this is more of my personality coming through is just if it had that feeling that was a really deep pause you button. wouldn't have yeah if you had that 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 tribal gathering there wouldn't be injuries you know and and the the, the truth is is people were going hard for submissions the world combat and sport. that's that's where it's like you know, if there's some respect there, you'd be like, okay, you got me. I'm, I'm not going to fight out of Were this there injuries? Sitting. Were there any rips? Oh, there are a lot. I mean, there everybody that people were... I guess, I guess my thing is like, for a local show where no one really is making any money, for the most part, it's... it's to, in, for me, and this is, this is my personality, I don't think it's worth trying to get hurt especially look i just hurt my meniscus you know what i mean not even in the competition not yeah. even a competition but it's like if i did anything that would put someone through what i'm what i've gone through i was yeah. like I, it's like that's not worth for anybody like what what did i accomplish you know that's because you're a decent human being too. well and that's the thing am i, am <laughs> no, I i'm not saying that am i admitting am i admitting to the fact that at some level i'm not i don't have the mental capacity to compete at a high level because I don't have this killer instinct, dude. It takes it takes a, something to compete and try to hurt people. I mean, like, because well, at the end of the day, I, that's what we're doing. And right? the funny like, thing is, is like, I I actually and and you know, part of me believes that I'm capable of doing that, but I just don't see the need. To, it's like in the right environment, yes, but is this the environment to be injuring someone? It to me because it's Sometimes it's almost it, it sounds it sounds petty, bro. People need you know? to eat, man. I, yeah, but but you're not getting money. I you're know. Not, I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, I'm if, just if saying, it like, was if it was for a steak dinner, I totally get that. You know, Ooh, steak dinner. So you so, have seen Squid Game? <laughs> I have not seen. Squid. Oh yeah. Okay. No. 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 Right. No. I haven't seen Squid. So you know that's all. But again, dude, I see people going hard at open mass. I see people going hard here, which is so, you know so so unnecessary. So that that was kind of the. People people also don't just differentiate between learning, training, and competing. That's that's all. But I, I mean, I I know that if you know, and I I wanted to compete on that card, but uh, and that was even before the nah, injury happened. Man. The injury it's, made it. It's impossible. only it's but, only your nature to do it when you gotta when you gotta save the show. When I gotta save the show. <laughs> that's that's the Noah John way. But I, I you know I, I've come to I've come to grips with the fact like if if I'm competing like. You have well, to I told mean. Victor, I was like, Victor, part of your job is to make sure that that I'm going full breaking pressure on any submission I get. Like that I'm that for that moment. That's quite I, the I, response. That's quite the the ask of a training partner. Well, no, no, no. Well, no, I'm not from a training partner, but because he cornered me, I'm saying as okay, a, as right, a corner right, right. is like reminding me to get me in that mindset to say, in, and in a weird way, to dehumanize my opponent for that. Noah. For that six I don't to like seven where this minutes. Is going, Noah. But that's it. I'm going to go to that place. Oh. I'm going, and I'm, I'm going to, re and it's your job to tap because if you don't, I've got your red hat ready. You're going. <laughs> oh. But that's the place. The you know. enemy. But no, but I mean, I get that. That's the. Yeah, that's what I have to that's do. What you to have compete to do. because like, I realize these guys aren't going to tap. I, I realize that. I've learned. Yeah. I've, I've learned. I was like, mm, okay. You know, now I got to hurt you. Yeah. I mean, then that's. 
But again, we're not doing it for money, which, again, Cara Pellucci has a great point. He's like, I don't know why you guys do that shit if you're not getting paid. <laughs> Honor, baby. Honor. So That's all that matters in this world at the end of the day is your reputation, Noah. So there was that. <laughs> so that was the, the other event. And then um, this past week, I, I, I never got to ask you if you saw this. On Wednesday, one of our local combat sports I didn't, personalities. I didn't watch it yet. No. Uh, Philly Fresh. Philly Fresh. The was Fresh at, Prince. Was at who's number one, and he competed in an exhibition match against Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> the Gordon, King. Gordon looking very, 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 very thick. Right. Oh, is he really? Oh, yeah. He's he eating all the Tex-Mex. got too much arroz con, con gondolas down in uh, Puerto Rico, apparently, right? <laughs> all the Tex-Mex. <laughs> all the text. Oh no, that's right. He's in Austin now. I forget. He's I forget. Yeah, all the text. The move is complete. All the text. So arroz con just carbs. con carne con pollo con everything <laughs> con 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 test um, con acai and Jesus. Jesus. So he. Uh, so that happened, and uh, I, you know, I mean, is, like, it is what it is. The, you didn't get to see it, right? I did, I've not seen it. Is it? Right. Is it I, 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 I'll have to check. I'll have to check. Oh, yeah, see if right it's now. available. I don't know if it's if if it's on. I, I know some highlights. I are tell you what, though, man. Stuff. Like these, those Danher boys know know what to do when it comes to marketing. Well, so this goes back. This kind of is what I was going to say. Is like, you know, the guys at Flow are trying to create spectacle and trying to bring eyes onto the sport. And you know, within our little bubble. We're like, wow, this is like Phil Rose going against Gordon Ryan. Whoa, you know, like, well, you know, dude, you talk about like being in a bubble and then outside the bubble, you know, nobody knows who Gordon Ryan is outside a bubble. But not know. many people know who Phil Rowe is outside a bubble. Really. Even in the UFC bubble, people yeah. probably don't know. I mean, no. You know, and the crazy thing is, man, you go to that, you, you know, I went to that, that wrestling show last night at UCF. Those grapplers, Phil, all these guys would die to get a reaction that these wrestlers would get coming out to the ring. Like the energy in that building. Oh, yeah. Man. You know, the, the, the way people were chanting and booing and cheering and, and they were engaged. Like if, if you could get that kind of reaction from a set of people that doesn't actively practice it. So, and that's the other thing. It's like none of those people there, like what percentage of those people actually do professional, professional wrestling? Less than 1%. Hmm. They're just, they're people that are into it. They're into that, that product. And there's, I can't think of anyone outside of, there's how many, what percentage of people watch jujitsu that don't practice jujitsu? <laughs> The opposite, no, yeah, like it's ninety nine percent of the people would, who watch I would say 80, 20, but it's like that's it's not even it. Like, I mean, it's, it's, we're, we're probably have to include oh the spouses of jujitsu practitioners who also don't watch jujitsu who, who are yeah, just there because they yeah, have to be there, who, right? Like, so there's that. I can get it tonight. I'll watch tonight. So it's um, and I'm not saying jujitsu has to be, you know, but something okay, mainstream aside from professional wrestling. How many other sports is it really that way? Where it's, well, I take that back. Football, like everybody. Eh. Football, baseball, Football, basketball. basketball. At what point does it become as niche as Jiu Jitsu is? I mean, like even tennis. Oh, yeah. Tennis is like a 50 Tennis and golf. 
people that don't play golf watch golf. Nobody's fucking watching golf who don't watch golf who don't play golf. Do you think there are? Dude, my dad would watch golf. Like, yeah, I mean, I think why are people watching golf? Because if it's they sports. Don't play golf. Because it's sports. Oh my god! It's so you watch a ball fly with a fucking blue background and it hits something. Yeah, with green. but but one of the most famous athletes in the world is Tiger Woods. He's not one of the most famous athletes in the world. How many? Games because there are that many golf aficionados in the world. How many matches have you watched of Tiger Woods playing golf? You. Who's I watched. I watched. So. I watched golf more when I was a kid because that was something that was like a big sporting event on Saturdays and Sundays, like the U.S. Open or the And you would the sit Masters. there with a fucking Coca-Cola in your hand watching the shit on TV? Or so, is it in the background and you're like doing the yard? Well, it's not in the background you're doing the yard. No, but sometimes that would be the thing to watch. Yeah. Are you really? Because you watch sports and that, that's you a sporting so event white. to watch. <laughs> I mean, I like sports. I mean, I, I was raised in a household that, you know, sports had a... All right. Had a had a had a but I mean look at one of the biggest sports in the world. It's not the biggest sport, soccer or el football. Sure. Everyone plays. I mean, a lot of people. There are a lot of people that just play it casually, but not everyone plays it. You know, it's just there. People like the game. What do we take to get jujitsu like that? Does it? Do we want it to be that? Yeah, jujitsu is for everybody now. Okay, I mean, if if that's the case, then people need to understand it. Or the rules need to change so it's very easy to understand to the viewer. And that's, I think, the that's issue. That's very difficult. Because I, I just think to when I watched the UFC before I trained jiu-jitsu, when it went to the ground, it was just bleh. I had, you know, they're just on the ground, two guys. Before you started jiu-jitsu, really? Yeah, I couldn't identify, like, you know, even with Joe Rogan talking about stuff, I'm like, this is boring. The guy's just smothering him. Boring. Hmm. You know? And now... I'll watch Khabib, you know, Khabib McGregor. I know a lot of people watch that, but like when Khabib's on top and people are booing, I'm eating this up. I'm like, oh, look how I reached around and yeah, grabbed his yeah, wrist. Like, you know, you need, to, you need to practice it to appreciate what the guy's doing. In baseball, the guy hit the ball really far. I don't need to really understand. Like if I, if, if I play, you appreciate it even more, but you can still appreciate it at a level. You know, that's the thing with sports fans, right? That, 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 that can be somehow that can be sometimes divisive between the athlete and the fan because the athlete resents the fan for making these criticisms when it's like you haven't put on pads you don't really know what i'm going through so you're making these you're leveling criticisms against me you're leveling criticism against my team and they're bs because you don't actually understand sometimes they make sense but you're making this from a position of you don't actually know what it's like to be down there in the moment dealing with the factors that i'm dealing with you know, we're like, oh, you should have just done that. You know, well, well yeah. you, you tried doing that numb nuts. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's, 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 you, you should just, you know, scroll. I'm, you know, it's hard for me and I'm 6'3, 250. Imagine you fucking pasty ass, yeah. you know, five foot six and 210 and a jiggly so, 210. So going back to flow grappling, like they are making a little, this is, I would say this is probably one of the more bigger spectacles matches mm -hmm. so far, right? Like, and this is a who's number one, which is a, their premier event. It's not a tournament. It's a. Yeah. It's a. Made, it's a card. It's a. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that this is a the future? Because I, I didn't watch it yet. I don't know. And who's number one does do? I've seen some of their their productions. They they're a pretty good production. Like it's not What's WWF. Funny is, you know, Victor is like, look at this is so amateurish, and I was like, this is the highest. Like this is yeah, this is the card, right? Uh, like outside of ADCC, this is probably has the highest production. Which value ADCC you'll see. is a 
a more a less spectacle card because it's or spe- less spectacle production wise because it looks like an actual tournament. Yeah, it's a tournament. So like, do, I mean, like, is that what it's gonna take to get jujitsu? Or I don't even want to say jujitsu. I, I I hesitate to use jujitsu. I use it synonymously. Well, I think jujitsu. I think again, you think it might be possible that inherently the spectacle of jujitsu being practiced is not engaging to the layman. And that's totally possible. I mean, no, like... Because, you know, people like the UFC, because people love Chuck Liddell because of knockouts. And that's just it, right? And it's like, you don't need to understand anything to understand a guy going unconscious because you got hit really hard. But you can understand fucking awesome arm bars and submissions. So what does it take to make a rule set and I'm I'm not even sure what the hell the who's number one rule set is because I haven't watched enough of it. What is it? What does it take to incur to create a rule set that encourages submissions to make it spectacle friendly without turning it into Olympic judo? Well, I think I don't think you necessarily can. But what I think you could do to make it a little better, and I think you just make it better. Period. Is you need to enforce stalling oh, more more rigorously, like like they do in wrestling. Wrestling, you can't back up. I yeah. mean, and they in will. Judo, they, you can't back up. They will call stalling on you immediately, like boom. Yeah. Whereas in jujitsu, like. But it's a part of the strategy. So that's interesting that you say that because in opening close guard, that was one of the things that a lot of these early jujitsu guys slash, I'm gonna be real here. These early judo guys, kind of are calling out the Gracies for, is the idea that. Because they're they're kind of infam- infamous for it now is like the idea of like we'll do a match but we have like a billion rules in place is they were doing that back then too because where they decided hey we're like we're gonna take this niche and like roll with it they would do these challenge matches but impose all these rules where something like an epon in judo doesn't matter. Right, like you can put me on my back, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's gonna give me that time to work and give me that. So it made it. It took something that, I mean, if you watch Judo now, it's fucking cool, right? Like it's this people are dumping each other on their heads and like fucking ten second submissions once they do get them down, that sort of thing. Do we have to steer it away from what made Jujitsu as we know it, Jujitsu, and turn it back to this? Sort I think of, you need to make it. I think you need to make a reality slash sports show called Jujitsu versus the World, and it's basically the equivalent of that show Pros versus Joes from back in the day, where you take <laughs> legitimate Jujitsu practitioners and you put them against average Joes, martial arts skeptics, martial arts a- delusionists, or delusionists, um, athletes, and you see, you know, so basically untrained people against jiu-jitsu to, to and i think that would be entertaining because now it would be you know i think you could justify because they'll be like look we can do this because we're not allowed to punch so as a result the person you know it, it's there's less inherent risk of of serious bodily harm you know like concussions and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and i think that again with proper reality-based filming and packages where you get guys talking shit like i'll beat up that scrawny ass but you know imagine you bring out victor you know this guy's trained jujitsu for 
four years. Four years, four or five years. He's 135 pounds soaking wet. And he's going to take on this six foot one, you know, pick whoever, you know, guy who works at Publix or basketball player, like basketball player, you know. And Victor puts him in a fucking pretzel and, and, and submits him. And submits him, you know, eight times in five minutes. And people are like, what? That's the kind of thing I think. Kind of like what um, you know, bully beatdown was. I think something like yeah, that. <laughs> I think something like that could generate interest and be something interesting to view from a spectacle point of view. But what it's not is two equally skilled, high level, high level jujitsu competitors competing against one another. Because high level jujitsu is guys trying to pass each other's guards. Mm, so that's just it, right? Like, or they're wrestling. So you're you're also differentiating IBJF rules and blah, blah blah and that sort of thing. So we have to look at the standpoint of, and I I've actually we've been playing around the idea of this, you know, like recently in the, our morning classes, we came to the conclusion that Thursdays are gonna be no gi days and Tuesdays gonna be gi days, right? And that is already it's two weeks in implementation now has changed up all the way we all grapple and the way we're training in the mornings already because they are they're not apples and oranges they're apples and pears right like they're very very similar in nature but they, they are very different at the end mm-hmm. of the day and i've thrown in the idea i ran it by steve i'm like hey and i ran it by call the other day I'm like what do you think about we tap each other in the head like we'll do nogi and now we'll tap each other in the head also just to simulate, hey, man, I'm in a good position. I can hit you here. Right? Like, so where do we start drawing these rule sets that make something spectator friendly where the person who is watching, like you just said yourself, like everybody can understand Tyson Fury knocking out Deontay Wilder. Right? Like, we get it. We understand Mike Tyson fucking doing the essentially the Dempsey role and just left hooking the shit out of people. I think people can understand the badass flying armbar, right? But the flying armbar is not a high percentage. No, it's not. But I'm saying like, I'm just saying, but also when you also, you're playing good, smart jujitsu, a lot of times you don't, it's not a game of who can press the action and get the submission. It's who can capitalize the other person's mistake. Right. So a lot of times if, and who can negate the other person's movement. Right. So that can play into a little bit more, conservative approach a little bit more boring game which is why i mean admittedly i've been doing jiu-jitsu 16 years now watching jiu-jitsu isn't the most exciting well thing to yeah and that's and why that's why doing jiu-jitsu you feel when you do see the thing is is you can't feel jiu-jitsu when watching it what i mean is if, if someone's pressure passing a guy you can't feel a how, layman can't even even an expert, I don't think can, we can. I, mean, I we, think we can. We can I get mean, a we, sense, but we and to feel it. We're like, dude. I mean, we, we, how many times you go with people and like, oh, that guy felt strong, or that guy did, or that guy felt weaker than he looks, or that guy felt stronger than he looks. Stuff like that. To feel it, you don't have to. Fe- if, if 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 I don't care how the guy looks, if he knocks a guy and he goes stiff as a board, everyone feels that because right. of the reaction. It's a visceral thing. That's what I think a grappling, especially jujitsu, where there's connection, you know, where there's prolonged execution of techniques in static or, you know, 
more or less static like positions yeah, is- isometric you know sort of, yeah. whereas in wrestling the minute things are static it's pretty much over because you got pinned you know yeah, yeah. they're getting up and and, that, and and in a way that's why wrestlers can confound you know jujitsu guys a lot because they do things that we don't have the habit of training against or doing this is the the preet argument right wrestlers just stand up all the time it's like what you can stand up i'm scared of standing up you know so that's a way to get out you just stand the fuck up you know just like yeah. Derek lewis right just get up i, I just stand up man just you just get up bro just get up so you know i i think I think jiu-jitsu is in a tricky position because of... of grappling in, is in a tricky Grappling position. because exactly. of its inherent characteristics. Yeah. But in terms of what it, what it can mean to a person if they actually practice it is immeasurable. And that's the beauty of it. I, so I didn't watch the match. Russell Brand got a purple belt. And he, and he can wax philosophical on what that means. I've, so I don't... So I'm a purple belt and it's just amazing. Well, I can't even do his voice, but I just I've think... I've never... I my only exposure to Russell Brand is him playing a bit character in multiple rom coms. So I I can't speak for his. I know I forgetting know Sarah Marshall. Being, yeah, that's exactly it. Actually, <laughs> forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is like the best movie ever. That that's the movie where Mila Kunis was everyone's every dude's dream girl. Yeah, and she's like the <laughs> fallback. They're like, oh, like oh, I'm, I'm stuck with Mila Kunis now. Like, oh my god. I mean, she, she was Christina portrayed Christina. as every dude's like best like adventurous yeah, cute like, the, you know like not too overbearing like, oh, supermodel good looks he's stuck he's stuck with her <laughs> oh <that's> fucking <laughs> that, that's a funny movie i like um so that's one of my more favorite like bro what's the the frat pack movies i who's like in the frat oh the, the frat pack like who is it like paul rudd oh yeah paul rudd will ferrell do less do less he's a surf instructor He's like, no, no, do less, do less. Every time he was explaining, like, how was he was like, yeah, do less. Was that in do that less. movie then, then, or was that in? No, he was telling him to get up. With, then the guy just laid there on the board. He's like, <laughs> well, you got to do more than that. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, what, oh, I, I was like Couples Retreat. Never saw it. Are you serious? No. So Couples Retreat is, is. Who's in it? Is it Vince Vaughn? Yeah, Vince Vaughn and um, I, I, the. <laughs> If Silk only I had a, a handheld device that could Silk answer Spectre this question for from, me. From uh, Watchmen. That's a that's a really fun one. Especially like when, when like Stacey and I were like early married couple. And everybody who anybody who's vacationed with Stacey and me like know like who the type of couple we are. But like that that's a really fun one. That that actually might be my favorite. But that's Vince um, Vaughn, Jason Vaughn. Bateman, John Favreau, of course. And um Kristen Davis, Kristen Bell's in it too. Kristen, yeah, Kristen Bell's in it. Oh She's, my God, everyone that I know is in this. Yeah, so it's basically, like the, okay, so here we go. Here are the characters: Vince Vaughn, John Favreau, Jason Bateman. So these guys are it's all. The, it's the frat pack. Yeah, yeah. And then the good girl from Sex in the City. This shows you how I don't know. Like I, the I've never seen Sex name. in the City because I'm not a woman. Noah. The girl who is in the wife from. Um, I call her Silk Spectre. I know, but she was also the wife in, um, oh, what's the name of it? What's the name of it? What's the name Weird. of it? This is the Old Man Podcast now. No. I'm that she was in the moment. show with the guy and the thing. Oh, What's the name? It's the, it's the, 
the movie with Ben Stiller where he they go to Mex they go to Cancun. I'm not. It's a Far- It's a Farrelly movie. Oh, um, the fucking the Cameron Diaz movie. No, oh damn it! They're they're, they're all, they all kind of run together in like the uh, early 2000s. I know this. I know this movie. Couples Street is awesome. Let's just put it that way. And that, then Kristen Bell, the one Kristen from, Bell, yeah, who actually know her by name. Kristen Bell. Yeah, she's she because she, she plays Kristen. Just like Will Ferrell. <laughs> name a Will Ferrell. No, he's no, Will, Will Ferrell. Will has everything. some range. Vince Vaughn has zero range. No, Vin, that's why I dislike Will Ferrell so much. I, dude, he's Will Ferrell in every. Well, movie. that's yeah. at some point he plays straight man. Well, Tom Cruise plays Tom Cruise. We've all established that. Yeah, that's awesome though. Like he can fucking hang off mountains. And you shit. want him to run everywhere? Yeah, run and run and climb. But Will Ferrell, ugh, terrible. Um, Couple Street's lots of fun. But um, what, where where did we get on this? I'm obsessed with the Heartbreak Kid. God dang it, I knew it. Was, that's the name of the movie, The Heartbreak Kid. I can't. I'm not sure. I've seen that. I did. Have you seen? Um, I just recently on, on Amazon Prime, which has like awesome movies and also terrible movies. Uh, she's out of your league. Oh, I I think I've seen that. That one. That one's really fun. Yeah, although you know, again, I think there's something to be said for I'm un, I'm understanding nostalgia where I think, you know, you show this to to Victor and he'd be like, what the hell? But like because we grew up in the '90s, there's kind of like he oh, just does, he doesn't a, understand pre Me Too. You don't understand basically. Kids on the Block, yo. Like when I like Kids on my first memory of a boy band was Kids on the Block. First off, you fucked it up. It's New Kids on the Block. Oh, the New Kids on the Block. N-K-O-T-V Noah. I'm sorry. The New Kids on the Block. Yeah. But I just remember seeing them everywhere. I was like, what the hell? New yeah, kids that on doesn't the block. happen anymore, right? No. Although it's funny because- Now like, we're in the Free Britney movement. Free Britney. Now something that is like, I'm, I'm so out of touch with like reality is like something that is huge, like the fucking Korean thing, uh, BTS. I've got guys who are my age are like, that shit's catchy. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. It's like yeah. that Korean boy band thing, and they're like, "That's some catchy ass music." I'm like, "Bro, you don't understand what the fuck they're saying. What do you? Why are you even <laughs> like what?" And um, but that that's just, but they're everywhere, and I'm like, "What does BTS even stand for?" You know? Um, I thought it was behind the scenes. I mean, that's what it is, right? Like that's you get that in the back of a DVD. So, what uh, what's happened? I gave you the whole spiel about my side. What's happened with you the last five weeks? The last five weeks, I don't know. I mean, anything so. anything noteworthy? How's I mean, your training been? Because you, you, you've, it's been, been, it's you've been, been spotty, I feel like, with training. Spotty? Yeah. Spotty consistent, if that's even possible. Pro, spotty from consistent. From a, okay. I'm, 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 I've been training well when I'm there, which is nice. I've been, honestly, weirdly, like the, the least injury-ridden I have been in a very long time. Good. I don't know where that's coming from. I think it's because I've been taking curcumin. Really? Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, like, placebo effect is a hell of an effect, right? You should start taking turmeric now. The, curcumin's the main thing in turmeric, dude. Oh. Why do they say... Oh, curcumin's like the Latin thing. Like, in Spain... In Sp- you're right. In, in, uh, it's the main... It's the active ingredient. Curcumin, in, yeah. Okay. Do you curcumin, it? yeah. It's in turmeric. Turmeric. Do you have... Uh, are you, do you have black pepper extract Peppering. in there, too? Um, so, interestingly... By the way, that's one thing I didn't talk about. With my knee injury, I'm Pepper? taking every supplement under the sun. <laughs> MSM and like... Oh, uh, and glucosamine, chondroitin, oh, yeah, yeah. MSM, krill oil, krill. collagen, 
just uh, you're gonna you, have extra collagen. You're gonna have extra. Uh, my hair uh, is gonna be so nice. Oh, <laughs> biotin while you're at it. So and and you know what? I can't. Me- I mean, everything's improving, but I don't know if it's if it's improving as placebo a result of that. Effect but is a hell in effect, it doesn't. Right? It doesn't matter for me. It's not placebo. For me, it's knowing that I'm trying to do everything within my power to recover. Dude, and that's so almost like from a guilt point of view, you know, like no, no, every day I'm doing, you know, I'm I'm moving my knee, I'm doing I'm the doing physical what I'm aspect, to do. I'm doing the nutrition aspect, you know, that's and it feels good, yeah. So that's right. I I don't know. I mean, I've been feeling less injury ridden, which is very nice. Like it, it's funny because actually somebody even said that in a morning class where I was rolling. Like wow, you look so supple and limber today. That's literally it. Really? Uh, yeah, it was like I was like, damn, dude, you, you must. Have been, I haven't grappled with you then. Are you, are you that? They were stiff? like, oh, you, you're like, oh man, that was you were a lot harder to roll today or something. I was like, ah, that's because my back doesn't hurt. And like, oh, that explains everything. I'm like, that explains yeah, I mean, I hate to say, it, but I like, don't have a crippling back injury. Like, like I'm, my knee isn't injured, my back isn't injured, my shoulders aren't bugging me. So like, the life's been feeling a lot better physically. Um, I've not been training at night as much. Um, just because life, but I've been trying to get in as much as I can in the mornings, and I've got a very solid um, support system in the morning too. Like I've got my, I got my black belts, I got my lower belts who have, who show up every single. They're morning. your black belts and your lower belts. I mean, like me as like friends. I know. Not I'm like, just. I, I just know them. how you hate that yeah. possessive stuff. So, but it's awesome. Like they, like we, we, you know, we, we got our little cruise, and it's awesome. We all help each other, and like. Yeah, I tell you, like Nick Benicosta and Tristan, like, man, those guys are, they fucking show up, dude. They do. It's awesome. Um, you know, Nick Beal, he's, he and Janelle have sort of like quasi adopted the morning class as well. And they, they fucking show up and they train. Richard, when he's there, he trains. So, um, you know, now I've got the group of black belts, like Collie and Steven and, and Jamie's decided to hop in on it. Like, I think they understand the value of, like there's a little bit less BSing, a little bit more just come up, train. We we train with focus in mind, um, and we we get our work in, and, and you know we probably don't train as hard maybe as as the evening classes and stuff. But you know I I, I hope I'm providing a good learning environment for everybody because I I'm certainly getting as much as I can out of it, which is that's awesome, great. So. But um, how do you guys go about with curriculum? Are you following what's doing in the evening or do you have your own curriculum? I'm trying to make it Saturday, you know, my Sundays and Mondays and I try to pass it on Tuesdays, Thursdays. That's good. So that's, that's how was class today. Mind. It looked like a, a good class. It was a good class. It was awesome. There's a some lot faces of, I hadn't seen for a while. What's that? There's some faces I hadn't seen. Yeah. For a while. Like a lot of, so it's, that's, it, it's funny you say that because like I haven't seen them either. I, I, I'm very spotty with Sundays because it's like weekends or family time. Right. But um, it's cool to see people who, who, I, I, I mean, nothing against, like, I, I love seeing white belts who just want to learn more. Like, that's awesome. Like, people who, like, if you noticed, uh, actually, you haven't noticed because you haven't been here. But, like, Nick Benicasa, you know, he's, he's taken ownership of his own training now. You know, he's, he's gotten his purple belt. He's earned it, like, 100% earned it. And he's like, man, like, this schedule just works a little better for me. I'm going to train in the mornings. I'm going to try again once or twice on the weekends. That gives me a good four or five days of yeah. rolling, and I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm no, I know I'm putting my work in, you know? And whether or not it's curriculum or whether or not it's a bunch of lower belts in class, like, he now, and, 
like a guy like him and a guy like Tristan can come in and get their work in and they they they've taken ownership of their own training which is awesome like I love seeing that you know um so that's cool like it's it's been it's it's really really awesome to to see that and to see people grow as much as they have in the four or five years that I've I've known them I mean like I remember goofy Nick Venicasa showing up with uh Tyler and and Noel well, I don't know where the hell she's been but like you know I was like I mean, I'm like, this dude, you know, these two ain't going to stick it out. And here's a purple belt. And he's a fucking tough purple belt. You know, like, his guard is hard as fuck to pass. So, like, that's, I love seeing shit like that. Like, the people who do gut it out and make it and, and they take ownership of, of themselves and they grow as martial artists beyond just the, I show up, I train, I pack up my bag and I go home. I I love that shit. Like when when they really adopt and and Ryan Martman's gonna hate me for saying this, but like that jujitsu lifestyle where they they become in in my eyes like true martial artists. Like that's that's great when you're when you come and you train with a goal in mind, and you regardless of what's going on, you come and you soak and you absorb. But you're training with purpose, man. Like that's that's the fucking best thing. So, dude, I feel like we should just end on that. That's that was such a beautiful beautiful assessment. Is there any pop culture stuff we need to cover? Oh, so much. What if? I didn't watch any of What If. Squid Game? Nope. God damn it. I just, just I, I just. So Dune. So I have HBO. So I, I'm. You gonna, have HBO Max. I'm gonna watch Dune, but. Is I it? so okay. Dune. I. I feel as though Dune to me. Dune is, is like the event of the fall. <laughs> the movie Dune. that I want to see that I haven't seen yet is the new James Bond because I always like watching the James Bond movies. I love the new James Bond. I've so I'm I didn't I never watched Spectre, so I just bought it recently just to watch it. It's, it's a fun movie. Is, is Spectre good? It's a fun movie. I mean, I think I I think I like the first one. Oh, the first is just reestablishing like James Bond. Is. That's that's one of those movies that I can watch. So that Casino Royale, I can watch Casino Royale. There are movies that I can only watch once. Casino yeah, Royale is the opposite. Like Predator, right? I can like watch it a bunch movie. of times. It's like the first Born Identity. I can watch the first Born Identity because it a bunch establishes of times. I can watch new... Batman Begins. Yeah. I'll tell you something. I can watch Batman Begins Batman, far the, more the two others than The Dark Knight, even though The Dark Knight had The Joker, which is yeah. it's a better movie, but I can't watch it all the time. So you're saying there's something to a proper hero's journey? Mm-hmm. I think the second movie is the better movie. But the first movie is just easily more easily consumable, and also you could just ignore the last thirty. It's like oh, the, at the end coming, you just turn it off. You know, you <laughs> like, don't watch we know he's going to win. Like, yeah, we know he's going. So yeah, the huge, the hero's journey is fun. It's like um, Man on Fire. The first half of Man on Fire, I love. The second half is just kind of like him just killing a bunch of people, you know. <laughs> but the first half is cool. Um, the other movie that was on the tip of my tongue. Oh. Uh, I had it, then it slipped. I'm having a senior moment here, bro. Oh, this is becoming like this is. I started training Muay Thai. That's the other big news. Oh, yeah. Wait a brain rattling around there. Yeah, that's where I stopped that shit, man. I started Muay Thai. Oh, last week I started. So that was the other irony of the knee injury. I had bought my stuff. Please watch Kickbox. And that night I was going to train my first. Well, I'd trained one Muay Thai class before, but I had bought my gear. I have my own, I have my wraps, I have my gloves, I have my shin pads, and I was all ready to bust out those shiny You're things. You're going to be all nooksu cow. And I hurt, now? and I hurt my knee that morning. And God I was like, no. damn So it. I did it, yes, I did it this past week. Fun, it's fun to be a noob. I, Victor is like, this is so weird to, to see you doing this. Like, I can't, it's like, I can't adjust to this. But it's so much fun 
to just be a complete knucklehead out there. Not in a dangerous way, but in a, I don't know what I'm doing. And every Learning day, new shit's cool, right? And every day I'm going to get a little better. Like improvements are way more noticeable. It's like from the first, from I did a class on Tuesday and then Thursday. On Thursday, I was like, wow, I feel way more comfortable with my stance. And hopefully I'm not sticking my when butt you, out as much as like I was. Pop. It's a pop. It was like, eh. And then right, like, I had a couple of punches where I was like, ooh, I think I did okay there. I think <laughs> I probably looked horrible, but who cares? You know, there's no pressure to be great. I'm doing this to develop a skill from a, for a self-defense. It's fun to be a I just want to have, if I could be a, a, a just a blue belt, you know, a, a blue belt in Muay Thai, that's good. Because a blue belt in Muay Thai, okay, now you can throw punches. I'm not going to like, just like, ah, and, you know, close my eyes yeah, and grimace and, like, and stuff. And you can defend yourself on the street at that point. Yeah. Too. I, like you're, that you're, way, you're, because you're, then yeah. I want to grab you and choke you out because that's what I prefer doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, my idea of beating you up is not to kick you with, you know, chop you down with oh, leg kicks. Oh, it's fun to do that, though. Yeah. But you kick, you kick you know, somebody on the leg. Obviously, the kicks I have to go a little more easy because of my knee right now. But it's it's fun. Pivot properly for your sake. Yeah, obviously. Well, I, I'm not around. I'm not even pivoting. Like I'm 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 open. I'm you're taking stepping. A, I'm, okay, I'm doing an good. open step. That's fine. That's you good know. too. You know. So, but ironically, you're supposed to be light on your lead leg, and because I have a bad knee, I'm I'm already light on the leg because I don't. So you're put just pressure. light on both legs. Like, <laughs> that's in, that's that's incorrect. So you're not supposed to be light on. It's like. Well, we had so Victor says. You know, Bobby Robert says 50-50. Paul sometimes says 60-40. I'm, I'm a 50-50 guy. Okay. Yeah. But we all, I, and I think that's also because I'm a grappler. But like, we all agree that you can't have more weight on your lead. No, leg. because yeah. then you just then you leg get kicks, chopped. Right? You get chopped. <laughs> um, so anyway, I will start to understand Muay Thai a little better. Good. And then I'll go back and watch Israel Alessania fights and be like, wow, those feints are amazing. That footwork. Or Dominic Cruz. Remember how everyone oh, raving yeah. about but his footwork? His is like, his, and I'm like, his actually isn't even Muay Thai. His is like. But just footwork. His is boxing, position. yeah. His, his really is that next gen footwork. So, like. very happy to be doing Muay Thai. Awesome. Very fun. The just, My hand wrap stained one of my, my white geese blue. Oh, no. Dude, you washed things. a blue. I, dude, they bled so much. Why dude. would you wash blue hand wraps? I didn't know hand wraps would, like ran that much. Dude, man. they're dyed cotton. Cotton is doesn't grow blue in the wild. I, well, what yeah, makes but, you think but that blue that geese would... don't fucking run blue? Yeah, they do. Not really. You wouldn't want to wash a brand new blue gee with a well, white brand gee. new. Are yeah. you crazy? Anyway, um, I, I so learned. Dune, are you are you of the Dune? Are you I've never watched the. Bo- I've never read the book. I, I never understood it. I never watched them. I didn't get it. I know there's all these people. I was like, dude, Star Wars is way better than Dune. Fuck you guys. You know? It's like, just, I, is it? But it's got every big name actor you could imagine. Yeah. It's got, look, it's got. It's, every every franchise is in there. Yeah, every franchise and every type of actor. You've got like lead from a superhero movie in Jason Momoa. Yeah. You've got up and coming, if not already established, young female star in Zendaya or whatever her yeah, name is. Yeah, she's, uh, she's. And then you've got like. Academy Award winning actor. To, like, uh, you've got Oscar Isaac and you've got very, Javier Bardem. Very handsome. You know? You, um, so it's like you got every you've got the girl who was uh the in in the oh God, my memory, bro. Is that gonna be the name of this bro, thing? This Noah's is, memory is are these supplements messing with it? CTE them? is what it's called. CTE? They're throwing down hard. Dimension no, Dimension and Bruce. The, the Mission Impossible movies. You know the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, she's she's like one of the agents. She's like she fell in love with uh, not the wife of Tom Cruise, the the uh, agent 
girlfriend. They all kind of run together to me. Anyway, she's in the movie too. And I just remember the first Mission Impossible movie, and after that, it's like whatever. Oh, the the more recent ones are the fun ones. No, the the first one was fucking awesome. First off, was actual espionage. The second ones are the Fast and Furious of espionage movies. <laughs> um, so what other what other pop culture? I, stuff did, I feel as though like Dune is one of those things that like people are like, Chris, you should like this because like they they're like, oh, it's nerdy, right? I don't know. I'm like, people are like, oh, I can't believe you don't watch Doctor Who. I'm like, nah, I. I, I Again, man, you said I, I, you know, if I watch What If, I said I haven't, and it's a time thing, man. There's only so much time to. There's so many shows so on many streaming shows. services that um, you know. I, I, like I told you, I, I, I watched all of Breaking Bad. I'd never watched Breaking. Bad. I'd wa- tried watching it before, didn't fully get into it. I got into it, and I'm watching. I've got fully caught up with Better Call Saul, and there's one, the last season of that show. You're you're in that universe now, and and you know what. And maybe it's a maybe it's an age thing. I now found it very enjoyable, not because of the. I found it pleasant for reasons that I don't think. For less conventional reasons, I'll say, and maybe mm. maybe I'm maybe they are conventional reasons, but I I liked it because it wasn't a move. It wasn't a show with frantic cuts, you know, where the editor is like so cutting all over the place. It wasn't born supremacy. It was like. Like just that's why I like the Born Identity so much more. Different director, yeah. Oh yeah. The first director had longer cuts. It was the the last two were shaky cam, fast yeah, cups. Yeah, like Blair Witch director on that. And, and actually, going back to James Bond, probably the worst Bond movie ever made was Quantum for a Solace, and that suffered immensely. Well, the, uh, from my understanding, that was also during a time where there was like the writer strike. So well, they like dude, they it was like you know you ever see the joke with um, Taken. Where it's like they do like twenty cuts to get to show Liam Nielsen climbing over a, uh, a fence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the it's set in Albuquerque, so they 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 spend a lot of time in the deserts with those scenes, and it's just very pleasant to watch. And in Albuquerque. And then places. over time, the characters grow on you, and you become invested in the characters, and that's why the show. You know, the scale is. Both small and large in scope. Weird. I don't even know I want to get into this. What? Are you talking about what you're reading on your phone or what yeah, I'm... Yeah. I don't want to know what's happening on your phone It's right just, now. I don't know where I... It's, I this I, is one of those things of like people I, taking themselves too I seriously. Don't, I don't want to... No comment there. Just laugh. So, that's why I got into it. And and the, the spinoff show, Better Call Saul, which is... They take a side character from Breaking Bad and, and he's now the, the main character. Is I, I almost think better than Breaking Bad. Because it's less... Oh. Well, I, I I've not seen the show. So well, I, it, I think it's better because it's less. Uh, mm, it, it's a different set of scenarios. There's familiarity, but there's also a different set of scenarios. So the only thing that's kind of hilarious is that they do nothing to de-age the actors that they brought oh, in really? from Breaking Bad. Like there's, even there's no though Tony it, Stark at even 19. though it's set before Breaking Bad, <laughs> you've got all these people that are looking noticeably older. You know, though, younger. But we live cares? in a world of suspension. Of and disbelief, actually, right? one so of the char- one of the real side characters was morbidly obese in the first in Breaking Bad, and he's still obese, but he's lost a lot of weight. And and he this is before, <laughs> and he looks older and thinner, but he's the same character. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all got that that bell curve of yeah, life, right? So maybe that's what happened with him. So, um, so that's why I like oh. watching those shows. So, but. Again, that's like that's the show I've I've committed to watching. 
There's just a lot and out there. And I can't dude. just be like, what if for this? It's just too what much. What if is, uh, is all right. Loki was, Loki, I watched was, Loki. Loki was good. You know? And I'll watch Hawkeye. I have not seen, I did not rush out to see Shang-Chi. I'll, I'll see that when it so comes good. on. I, I, dude, as a fucking first generation American. You're like, kid, I get it. It's, that's uh, my dude. movie. When you're fucking 40 years, almost 40 years old and your dad's still bitching about you and your Christmas cards about not going back to grad school. Like, I get it, man. <laughs> Like, this is, like, so they, they play all the Asian tropes. Oh, dude. It's like, I, I don't want to play the identity Okay, what's an Asian thing. trope? It's like being a lawyer, doctor. Is a like engineer, Asian... right? Like, okay. we came here to give you a better life, and now you're doing whatever it is you do. Like, now you're training jujitsu. and you're, you're running a warehouse. Yeah, like, Shame. Like, okay, how, so I have a show. How dare you take care of your okay, family? Okay, so I'll, right? I'll give like, you a show that I watched only because I was injured. Because when I was injured, I was just... For that first week, I was just watching so much TV because I just was like, I can't do anything. So I watched Ted Lasso. I've heard of that. Okay. You every, <sighs> everybody is talking about Ted Lasso. God, every every fucking. So this I heard about it on three different podcasts about three different genres. So this show, yeah, is the most. I can't say it's a bad show, but it feels like the most heavily focus group show I was just about to say that ever word, right? like, watched. It was like conceived by a mix of marketers, advertisers, and story writers to It's create. the Hillary Clinton answer of television shows. It's so I don't know if that's the best word, but it's <laughs> it's um you know how people talk about Disney always playing it safe with yeah. things? This is beyond safe. It's like it's 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 like a world that it's like an alternate reality where everyone you well obviously everyone uses apple products you know it's just there's no it's the opposite of gritty you talk about grittiness this is the opposite and it just focus grouped up the ass yet it does have does a few moments it, it, it does have a few notes but it's so by the numbers and so. But what's wrong with that, right? Like, what's what's wrong with mediocrity? Because it's it, because it's inauthentic. It's everyone's a caricature. Does it make you feel? Well, that's just it, right? You're saying caricature. I had just recently watched. We were discussing it about Predator, right? Like, Predator is the most one note fucking movie ever, but it's a perfect movie. Yeah, but I wouldn't call and Ted Lasso Squid, perfect. Squid Game, every character in it is the most one-note trope you'll ever see, <laughs> but it effectively told the story. Is that what Ted Lasso does? Does it effectively tell a story that that conjures a certain feeling that it's trying to accomplish in you? But it borderlines some sort of weird propaganda. That's what I... Oh, that, really? That's what I feel like. You know. All right, maybe I will try to watch it then. You're like, ooh, propaganda. Propaganda. I'm like, I need to, I need to pick this. <laughs> I need to, I need to combat this somehow. Um, I, I've heard, every, like, but I know it won awards. Podcast, People like went podcasts. You're talking about it now brunch. Well, over I brought it up because Everybody's I watched it this. because everyone told me about it, and I watched the first episode in the plane. I was like, ugh, I feel like, I feel like I'm at a theme park. In terms of how this is being like so it's heavily the same pasteurized, why you don't like uh, Cobra Kai, right? 
Yeah, Cobra Kai was like they, that. Was one of the deals you were like? It was so sterile. Yeah. Right. Like I feel as though this is done in a soundstage. I remember you yeah. saying specifically, the soundstage that is Los Angeles. For that yeah. matter. Is that the Ted Lasso? Is that? Does it? No. I, I'll give you this. It's shot on location, so it feels authentic. It feels like they're there. That you know, there's a world you can see around it. They're on a. They're on a. You know, they're in a soccer pitch and stuff, so that's cool. But just, and I guess maybe it's also the type of characters, like the one-note characters you're talking about, yeah. aren't as interesting to me. And that's okay. So I have a hard time watching. Like, I think the nostalgia kicks in sometimes. Like I've tried to watch like TGIF shows, like from our youth, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, let's, you know, Full House is on Hulu. Well, I'm like, let me try to watch this. I'm like. I watch it. I'm like, this is fucking terrible, right? Like, I'll even try to watch like Friends, which I've probably seen maybe a season of Friends. I'm like, man, I don't know if it's because like, I'm not white. This shit is not funny. It just doesn't hold up as well, right? So I'll give you the two shows that I'm surprised that I like, that I would recommend anyone to try. But if you try them, you have to try them for a period of time to get attached to them. Because are you these- gonna say Black Sails again? No. Okay. Black Sails, no. Black Sails is great. No, know, Black Sails is a, is a all, totally different level. It's a different... That's like, drama. I'm talking yeah. about like comedies here. So, How I Met Your Mother and Community. Okay. I mean, like, which one of those and, are and like actually, traditional and, and sitcoms? I'll, and I'll throw this too. And I'll throw this. The Office, which everyone... Like, which is uh, not a traditional sitcom, though. But those three shows, 30-minute format, right? They're 30 minutes, comedy... How I Met Your Mother is more traditional sitcom. sitcom. I, I can't deal with that, man. Like, the office and community are more that documentary style. Yeah, yeah, to the, a degree. Community, not really. Office, yes. You show, you showed, at least me, I would watch a random episode of that show and I was like, what is all the buzz about? This, this show is stupid. Okay. But when forced to start from the beginning and watch and start to get the character development, suddenly... All this stuff that made no sense, th- those shows suffer from you need to watch it in chronological order oh, and do? understand the characters. An episode of Seinfeld, and I'm sure Friends is probably, I don't know, I, I never watched Friends, so I can't. It's, it's really bad. But there are other shows where it's like you just watch an episode and you can get it. Yeah, or it's not. like Save of the Bell, right? Like it's just they're one and done, right? But there are running gags, there are story, and it makes more sense. So both those shows, again, is it. Out of the three, probably office and community are probably the best, depending on what you what, what you f- like more. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother is a step below, but it's very entertaining. But if you don't if after after like four or five episodes, if you still don't like it, then you're not going to like it. I get okay. that. I'm not saying everyone's going to like it. How, so but Ted Lasso? if you just watch the random episode in the middle of it, you're going to be like, what, what about Ted Lasso? That? So how does that make you feel? Is it? So you know, yay or nay? I, is it a is Ted Lasso? I felt like I felt like the focus group had succeeded in conning me into watching eight oh, hours of this show. Oh, okay. Is it? Is it your? Okay, so is it? I know I, I'm going to catch shit for this. I describe it this way for many different things. Oh I call it Indian food. Indian food. Indian food. Indian food. I know it's good. I don't like it. Okay. I know it's good. I know it is. I know it's absolutely. It's so you have your own taste, so what, right? Like what, I just don't like it, right? Okay, so that, so like is Indian is is Ted Lasso Indian food to you? 
You know it's good. You just don't like it. Like Requiem for a Dream. I know it's a good movie. I oh, no, 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 no. I just don't like it. No, I, I don't. I, 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 I think... I think Ted Lasso is... Ted Lasso is... Is it... Is it fucking metadata? That's what it feels. It feels like it perfectly. was created. It feels like it was created to not offend anyone. That's, That's what some everybody says. It's a feel. It's so feel good. It's so feel good. I, I, I feel good. Feel good. Feel good. Is it feel good? That's the thing. It. It. it I'm going to use it. it was, it's prop, propaganda, focus grouped, heavily pasteurized. You know, it's the opposite of art. It's so you know what it, you know how it's, you know how they, like commercial art. Okay. This is this is extremely commercial. Okay, fair you enough. You know, but I think the reason people are fascinated with it is it has the ingredients for something that I would like. Do I need to download this? Shit because now? it's like right. oh, I'll, it's, I'll get it. I'll watch it. Because I'll, it's like I'll it's a, you know it's like it's in England, right? It's in Europe. It's like so okay. So we're taking. An American trope. It's kind of Encino Man. Yeah, but like, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, it's like got I all get. the ingredients, but it plays out heavily glossied, heavily filtered, and no, yeah. All right. So we're going to end on that note instead of my note. Yeah, I know. Well, right. We can't end on that. We got to do it. So the final thoughts. Final thoughts. Batman trailer. Are they doing too much? Did they give away? I, the, I thought the trailer was awesome. It was awesome. You know, I, I just okay, I don't so like. I'll tell you this. Who's I don't the like villain? Kevin Smith. I don't normally quote Kevin Smith, but oh. he had the best quote. He's like, "We are getting the most emo fucking Batman we've oh, ever got." Pretty emo, <laughs> like, dude. He had the long hair with these weird with glasses. the fucking weird <laughs> mascara. I'm like, what is like, going on here? Okay, no, no. I get the mascara that's, that, for that's the, to cover no, to blend in with. If the eyes he's right going now. all around his eye, but he looks like he actually just wears mascara too, <laughs> and he's all mopey. And not 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 like troubled and angry, but mopey emo. But dude, he looked like he looked like an anime character. He had the spiky hair over his eyes, yeah, and he had these and thin sunglasses that no one's ever worn outside of outside of literally an anime of the cartoon. Show, uh, <laughs> yeah, like. But whoever One did the makeup for Colin Farrell? Oh, dude, did he actually put on weight, or is that like Nutty Professor makeup? No, that's makeup. Really, dude? There's no way that looks like Colin Farrell. I don't know that man. face. Like, it, no. it's he. I mean, fat subcutaneous fat does things, man. Um, dude. I, so that's my my one issue with it. I'm like, because where where does Batman? F- it's going to be a, apparently a three hour movie. Where so. does Batman tend to suffer when there's more than one concrete villain? Yes. When you're trying to tell two stories and the fucking penguin, if he's not a side character, they've got they've got three villains. No, well, I mean like Catwoman's not really a villain though, right? It's it's Riddler and Penguin. Yes, and it seems like Riddler's the main guy, and and Penguin's some sort of like side. He's like he's like he's like the underworld character that he's got to deal with to get to. Yes, and then Selena Kyle is just there. Yeah, which. I mean that's the, you know like I, I've always I've always been annoyed when they've tried to make Catwoman more than she is you know like because like she wasn't that until fucking uh, Michelle Pfeiffer you know like she wasn't this like like comp like fucking uh, uh, peer of Batman in terms of like physical capability and all that stuff like it wasn't until they're like oh she's you know it's a cool looking character they'll probably look really great in leg takes on screen the other the other uh, the other observation that a lot of people have made is. 
somehow every movie that comes out of every retelling of Batman manages against all odds to be darker <laughs> in color palette this than the really previous shit. movie. <laughs> so at this I don't know how much blacker you're gonna get at this. I know. Point. We need like anglerfish to be able to see in I this. I mean there light, was a light. scene I mean now they're doing scenes where it's pitch black except for the light that comes out of out of muzzle flashbang. flashes. Yeah, muzzle like flashes. The, 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 yeah. And there's a scene It looks badass though. Right? Oh that, like, that looked it awesome. It looked awesome like Although again, I'm gonna say like now the whole thing is now he's bulletproof. Why are they Why are they not shooting him in the head? Like, like they're shooting him in the. He's in like the Robocop. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, all right. Like, Which makes more sense from a practicality point of view. If you 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 suspend disbelief that there's material that allows him to move this way and protect him from bullets, then it makes things realistic because it's like, dude, how how is Batman not? Yeah, but dead? where's everybody taught to shoot? Hmm. Center of mass. Yeah, I guess. But there's a scene where he's driving the Batmobile and it almost looks like the Cheshire cat in darkness. It's like, yeah, you, just, like yeah. you just see his, you just see a growl <laughs> in his two eyes because it's like dark on dark on dark on dark on dark. You know, they're trying to take, take a, uh, advantage of that new, uh, the blackest black paint. That yeah. there was recently. They, they want to make sure that your, your, your TV, your, your, your TV, screens, TV, your monitors really have a good dark palette. Otherwise because, it's going to show. Oh man. oh man. So many refunds on that. So that's coming out in 2022, March? I think, right? But early, like yeah. I think. F- oh, we're just in time for my birthday. March or April. Just like ah, oh, DC. What, bless you, D- DC. Yeah. Because because my birthday present for myself last year was I'm taking a day off of work. I'm gonna watch the fucking Snyder cut. Maybe this year it'll be the Batman. There you go. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz looks pretty hot too. So I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's hard. I mean, if you stick a, a athletic chicken skin tight clothes, it's you know, you know, there you go. Uh, um, yeah, Ryan. Yeah, I, I'm. I was I'm okay with Pattinson as Batman, except he does does seem very just, emo. So that's the issue, right? Like the I've always and liked he looks the very idea of, pale, which I've always felt like Bruce Wayne. Part of the allure of Bruce Wayne he, is the, how he can fake it so good. He, he should be James Bond, otherwise. Like the he, he's like the thing is, yeah. is he's dead. He's hurting inside, but he's able to put a smile on his yeah. face and act all charming and debonair. Yeah, that's well, where he should I, be the socialite, and he's not the socialite. Which, by the way, in the first Batman Begins, Christian Bale pulled that off quite nicely. Oh yeah, like like he was buying the hotel. Yeah, and, like I'm know. the Paris Hilton of dudes, right? Like yeah, like, exactly. And this just seems like I'm gonna cower and not get any sunlight in the cave. I mean, it's also a trailer. So and we'll Gollum is his is the butler, yeah. Andy Serkis, Andy Serkis, uh, who's also Claw, Ulysses Claw from uh, from Age of Ultron. And oh, I Black- didn't know the name. I, I yeah, that's you, what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, he's he's that. So, so. which is which is crazy because he's gone from being a fucking CGI character to a uh, being a part of multi universe. Man, the, he, dude, that guy is like transcendental, right? Like. Lord of the Rings universe. He's the Watcher. MCU. <laughs> um, Lord and, of the Rings and no, no, Lord of the 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 Watcher. Yeah, he's yeah, he's Uwadu. He's the meta. He's the meta. He's the, what's the what's the character? Is it Mister? There's like a which is a character that like does that Mister Mitchabix like Mixelflick? Yeah, the guy. Yeah, who's so spelled- he's Mister. He's Mister Impossible in one universe and Mixel. He's his. Mr. Impossible in 
Marvel. Marvel Mixelplick in And what is DC. this what, what what's the guy's pa- like he, he he's can, a fifth dimensional imp. So like we live in the third dimension, right? Yeah, like, so he yeah, so he just he he's a, fourth, So that's he that's what he is. Dimension. He's a that's, fifth dimensional imp. That's fucking Andy Serkis. He's <laughs> like uh, He just he's <laughs> we're just little fucking pu- puppets to him, right? Oh, like that's man. awesome. All right. Um, in a fun and a fun game we're a part of though, right? A fun play we're all a member or uh players in. But Noah, I'm, I'm so happy that we were able to do this again. And I know to our audience, uh, I apologize for the two week hiatus that was unannounced. Um, I was uh, again, I was, he was just, brooding. I was a mate, but I was I was doing my best Batman was, impression. Yeah, he's <laughs> brood. No, I was. Like, um, his hair's all long. I was amazed by just the number of people that came up to me and was like, "Where's the podcast this week?" So I'm, just, I'm just amazed. I'm also truly amazed. Yeah. So uh, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening. If you got this far, thanks for listening. And we'll continue to put out the content. Um, we had our lull. Yeah. And, it's, uh, it's, it's holiday times, baby. We're in full we'll, force now. I know. But we're we're back. Summer's 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 past. <laughs> it's autumn. Chris has free time. Noah's Noah's knee is not injured. There we oh, go. It's it's all. We're back. So we'll catch you down the road. Same like, subscribe, share, guys. BJ Brews, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Follow us. See ya. We love you.